I wish Austin was here. I tried so hard not to love him, not to trust him, but it was impossible. He was full of life and made me want things I knew I could never have. He made me promises I should have known he wouldn't keep, and he made me want things I had no business dreaming of. I should have known he'd run the first chance he got. I always trusted the wrong people, and it always came back to bite me in the ass. You took everything from me. I had a plan. It was going to be perfect. As our tormentor stalks across the room towards Emma, I scream and cry so loudly that I'm certain someone must hear me, but no one does. No one ever hears me. Emma and I are alone in this nightmare. I'm going to have to sit here, strapped to this chair, bruises marking every inch of my body, and watch as my child is taken from me. Please don't do this. You love her. I know you love her. I'm sorry the things I did hurt you, but please don't take it out on her. I can feel layers of my skin being ripped to shreds as I continue to use every ounce of strength left in me to get free. Blood drips down my palms and off the tips of my fingers to pool on the floor as the monster I spent my life trusting aims a gun at Emma's chest. Oh, God. This can't be happening. I can't live in a world where she doesn't exist. The click of a bullet being released into the chamber of the gun echoes around the room. Now it's your turn to lose it all. I hold Emma's frightened gaze in my own and try to tell her with my eyes how much I love her and how sorry I am. With a sinking feeling of dread that makes me nauseous, I know our time is up. There's nothing I can do now but pray that death happens quickly and painlessly for my beautiful baby girl, and that this asshole will show a tiny bit of mercy and put me out of my misery soon after. The explosion of the gun going off happens without warning, and I let out a blood-curdling scream. Chapter 1. Austin. Two months earlier. I just got your voicemail. Um, are you sure you want me to fill in for you at the office? I don't think your sister is going to like that very much. I stayed into the phone. Locking the front door behind me, I head out into the bright morning light and slide behind the wheel of my rental car. I just flew back into the States five hours ago from Afghanistan. After six days in the desert doing surveillance and the fifteen-hour flights to and from the country— I'm surprised I even know what fucking day it is. As soon as I got to the rental house that I've called home for the last month, I passed out face down on the bed for a few hours before I checked my voicemails. The only reason I'm not sleeping the day away is because my seal brother needs me. Yes, I'm sure I want you to fill in for me at the office. Gwen's got some personal things going on in her life, and there's no way I want her handling any cases on her own while I'm gone, Brady explains to me. I can hear heavy breathing and kissing sounds through the phone line as I back out of the driveway and head towards downtown Nashville. I chuckle to myself and shake my head. A few months ago, Brady was hired to help with security for one of the biggest pop stars in the country, Layla Carlisle. I knew the first time he called me bitching and moaning about her that it wouldn't be long before he'd go over to the dark side like our other team member, Garrett McCarthy. Both of those assholes gave up the single life in the blink of an eye. By the sounds on the other end of the line, 
I'm guessing that Brady's decision to go on tour with Layla has proven to be a good idea. All right, but don't say I didn't warn you. That chick will be pissed off when she sees me walk through that door, I reply with a laugh. There's more shuffling through the line, and I'm pretty sure I just heard a gasp. Lucky fucking bastard. Austin, I have to go. Just remember one thing. No fucking my sister. The call ends abruptly, and I laugh again as I toss my phone onto the passenger seat. I really can't be offended at Brady's parting words. I've made it my mission in life to screw beautiful women, and Gwen Marshall is a gorgeous fucking woman. She's also got an attitude a mile long and would probably chew off my head and spit it out if I ever banged her. To be fair, though, we didn't exactly meet under the best of circumstances a month ago. Brady called me when Layla went missing, and I dropped everything, drove out here to bumfuck nowhere, Tennessee, and helped him get his woman back. Gwen and I spoke on the phone a few times before I headed out here. And-